On today's show, we will look forward to the new and exciting developments waiting for us in 2013. We will anticipate the various exhibitions, attractions and shows that will be opening this year and beyond. So sit back, relax and come with me on this journey into the near future. Hi, I'm Ilun. Thanks for downloading this episode of Ilun Audio Tours. This podcast offers reviews, tours, news and commentaries about Singapore. Traveling through Singapore just got easier. Before we move on, let me just make a minute to appeal to you. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes. It would be great if you rate this podcast and leave your review while you are there. Help spread the word. Thanks. Please, and if you like the show, send me feedback at universalssfan at gmail.com that is u-n-i-v-r-s-a-l-s-s-f-a-n at gmail.com or leave a comment on the blog at universalsspk. And now, on to the show. In 2013 and beyond, we'll be expecting quite a few major developments in the tourism industry in Singapore. Some of the things that we can look forward to includes River Safari, the completion of the Southeast Asian Aquarium, uh, the Sesame Street Ride at Universal Studios Singapore, the National Art Gallery, the completion of the renovation of Victoria Theatre, of course the annual Singapore Grand Prix, the Singapore Biennale which will be held in 2013 this year, as well as some of the various shows that are currently showing, uh, including Jersey Boys and Encanto. We'll also be looking forward to the further development and completion of the Iskandar Malaysia project, which is just located next to Singapore in Johor. Iskandar Malaysia is just a short ride away by car or by bus across our causeway. So today we'll look at each of the items and we'll go through them and find out what's so special and what's so exciting about these items. River Safari River Safari is an attraction operated by the Wildlife Reserve of Singapore that will be completed in the first quarter of this year. River Safari is a state-of-the-art completely groundbreaking experience that brings visitors on a trip across the various freshwater rivers of the world. The river safari attraction is nestled between the Singapore Zoo and the night safari on land in the Mandai area. It is currently under construction and it is very close to completion. The animals have been moved into their habitats and they're now climatizing to the new environment. Some of the attractions that you can look forward to in this park include the Amazon River Quest, which is a boat ride uh, through the recreated waters of the Amazon River. You'll be able to sail on a boat through the forest and see various animals that are native to the Amazon River environment. This is an authentic experience that 
thrusts you right in the middle of the Amazon rainforest and gives you a once-in-a-lifetime experience of what it's like to sail down this famous river in South America. Another attraction is the Whitewater Rapids Ride. The Whitewater Rapids Ride is essentially a circular raft ride through the choppy waters. So imagine a circular raft going through this channel of water that is raging down and flowing really fast. So your raft will be thrown around quite a bit and you will get wet and you might get soaked. So on this adventure, you will again be placed in an environment that's very authentic. The third attraction of the River Safari Park is the Giant Panda. The Giant Panda exhibition uh, showcases two giant pandas, a male and a female, currently on a 10-year loan period from China. These giant pandas have already arrived in Singapore and they are open for preview. So you can visit them at the Singapore Zoo, which is right across uh, the road from the River Safari Park. So these two giant pandas are housed in specially designed enclosure that closely mimics the environment of the Shichuan bamboo forest right in the heart of Singapore, of sunny tropical Singapore. So apart from these three headliner attractions, there will also be lots of walk-through uh, exhibition zones that basically shows the various habitats around the world, the various freshwater habitats around the world. This includes the uh, Mississippi, the Congo, the Nile, the uh, Mekong River, the Yangtze River, and so on. So these habitats are basically walk-through uh, displays where you can see freshwater fishes and freshwater animals. This will be a completely different experience from uh, the two aquariums in Singapore, the Southeast Asian Aquarium and the uh, Underwater World, in the sense that these aquariums, both located on Sentosa Island, are, are saltwater aquariums. So you see animals, fishes from the ocean. But for this river safari park, you'll be seeing animals and fishes that are living in a freshwater environment. So you see completely different types of uh, fishes, uh, birds, and so on. The animals here will be exhibited in very creative means, including walk-through galleries where you can peek up so you can see animals from below and look through glass into the habitat. You can also see them from above. And there are also other uh, fascinating and uh, groundbreaking ways that we have not been shown or been told yet. So it's really something to look forward to and it will probably open in the first quarter of uh, this year. So stay tuned. Southeast Asia Aquarium. Now Southeast Asia Aquarium, if you don't know, is the new aquarium that's open on Sentosa. Singapore already has an aquarium that's over 20 years old called the Underwater World, which is also located on Sentosa. But as part of the Resorts World Singapore bid, the company behind Resorts World Sentosa, Gunting Singapore, promised to build the world's largest aquarium uh, in the property. 
So after four years of construction and a couple of million dollars later, Southeast Asia Aquarium opened in November of last year. So the aquarium opened to a what, what is so-called a soft opening phase. So not all the fishes are there, not all the exhibitions are complete, and not everything is done, but it is about 70 to 80% complete. So uh, currently, if you were to visit the park, uh, you will be given a $5 food and beverage discount voucher to be used at any Resorts World Sentosa owned uh, food and beverage store to compensate you for the uh, missing fishes in that sense. So what we can look forward to this year is to see all the fishes in their place, to see all the exhibitions uh, completed, and to see everything in the state that the designers uh, planned for it. So for example, the dolphins are still not at their enclosures. The bottleneck dolphins that were captured off the coast of Indonesia and transported into Singapore are still in quarantine, so you still can't see the dolphins. Uh, they're still you know, being trained and so on. But in the future, in a few months or a few weeks' time, we'll be able to see the dolphins on display in the Southeast Asia Aquarium. And we'll also be able to interact with the dolphins in uh, the Adventure Cove Water Park, which is located right above the Southeast Asian Aquarium. We will also see the addition of many more fishes to the Southeast Asian Aquarium. Uh, currently, the, many of the tanks are still relatively empty because many of the fishes are still not there. So I would recommend you to visit the aquarium uh, sometime this year when all the fishes have arrived and when it's at its best. Because this aquarium is in fact the world's largest aquarium and it contains about 45 million litres of water for over a hundred thousand various marine life animals. The second largest aquarium, which is the Georgia Aquarium in the US, only contains about 30 million litres of water. So it's about a 15 million litres difference. We have over 800 different species of animals on display over here. And what's more, we have the world's largest viewing panel, the world's largest acrylic viewing panel. It's about 36 meters wide and 8.3 meters tall, uh, located in front of the open ocean habitat, which is the centerpiece of the aquarium. It is a sight to behold, but currently it is still relatively empty, so you have to wait a little to make sure that all the uh, fishes and the animals are there before uh, going to the aquarium. So, another thing for us to look forward to. Sesame Street, the ride. Well, even though Resorts World Sentosa has had its grand opening and that Universal Studios was opened nearly three years ago, the park will never be complete. So in the first quarter of this year, we'll be seeing a brand new addition to the park, a new ride that's called Sesame Street, uh, the Spaghetti Chase. 
So this attraction, uh, which is a very fun uh, kids attraction, actually follows the storyline of how all the spaghetti has vanished from this earth due to uh, the evil macaroni, the merciless, and his two henchmen, Shredder and Zester. So you, as the pub guest, will you know go on this adventure to save all the spaghetti from the world. Uh, so far, the facade and the uh, exterior of the attraction has been completed, and the New York Street section of the park has uh, been completely Sesame Street fight. So you can see Sesame Street characters everywhere in the New York area of the park. Uh, and what's more, uh, we've actually spotted the right vehicles backstage. So it's the right vehicles for the Spaghetti Space Chase ride is a sort of a suspended right vehicle. So the the vehicle is being suspended from an overhead track, and it it sits two by two, and there is uh, something very interesting, which is some kind of a touch screen or video screen in front of each seat. So it's something for us to look forward to. Maybe some kind of interactivity, we don't know. Uh, this attraction looks like it's going to be a hit with uh, small kids, but don't get your hopes too high because the show building that this uh, attraction occupies is a very small one. So it's pretty much impossible to have a big budgeted e-ticket attraction in this small footprint. And what's more, this attraction is targeted at the small kids between ages 3 and about 7. So don't expect to see you know, mind-blowing pyrotechnics, uh, dizzy special effects and so on. So it'll just be a simple, you know, fun and a cheerful ride that we can all look forward to uh, riding uh, this year. This attraction was actually uh, meant to open before the grand opening of Resorts World Sentosa, which, which was on 7th of December last year. Uh, but however, just like every other attraction in uh, Universal Studios Singapore, everything gets delayed. So. Now it's pushed back to almost February, according to uh, speculations. So stay tuned. So we've pretty much concluded the various attractions that will be open this year. And we'll now move on to some shows and events that you can anticipate and look forward to uh, in 2013. So firstly, let me talk about two shows that are currently running. They are Jersey Boys and Encanto. Jersey Boys is a travelling musical currently hosted by the uh, Marina Bay Sands and it will be playing till February of this year. Jersey Boys is a jukebox musical about the rock and roll group The Four Seasons. Uh, it opened in Broadway, uh, on Broadway uh, in 2005, and it has since gone on to win you know, four Tony Awards, including Best Musical. So this cast of Jersey Boys that's currently playing at Marina Bay Sands is from South Africa, and the show's receiving pretty good praise uh, ever since it opened. Another show 
that's on our open-ended engagement at Resort World is Encanto. Encanto is a Cirque du Soleil type of show. So basically, it's a human circus in that sense. It is not a Cirque du Soleil show, but it is in the same spirit. Uh, it's produced by a Resort World in-house, and it has many elements of a Cirque du Soleil show. It basically tells the story of, the website says, and I quote, the story of a curious young seeker who enters a strange monastery, the gateway to a hidden dimension of mystery and illusion. Guided by a whimsical jester, the seeker's innocence attracts the fearful dungeon master, mortal enemy of the sorcerer. Following her thrilling adventures until the final showdown between good and evil, Encanto promises to be a mind-blowing experience that blurs the boundaries between reality and make-belief. So Encanto is very much a set show, and the highlight of the show is, of course, uh, the headliner uh, performance uh, by, by this illusionist who won uh, the Merlin Award three times, which the Merlin Award is supposedly the equivalent of uh, the Oscars for the magic industry. So this show is pretty much uh, a nice, you know, 90 minutes entertainment. You will see things like uh, the Wheel of Death, which is basically this spinning wheel with people in the wheel, on the wheel, uh, doing all kinds of crazy stunts, uh, and so on. You'll also see lots of magic, including, you know, the uh, classic sawing a person into half, uh, levitation, etc. So it's something nice for you to just spend 90 minutes away, spend an evening away, uh, and be sure to catch it soon, because even though it's on an open-ended engagement, it will end... Uh, in say a year or two, just like how uh, the previous show, Voyage the uh, Voyage of Life, which is uh, at the same location, uh, it opened with the Resort World Sentosa on uh, in two thousand and ten, and it closed at the start of two thousand and twelve. So be sure to catch it if you're a fan of magic, or illusions, or circus. Yeah. Another event, uh, a yearly event in Singapore that you should look forward to is, of course, the Singapore Grand Prix. The Singapore Grand Prix is the first and supposedly the only urban night street race. So uh, this race, most Grand Prix are held in uh, specially built amphitheatres with you know specially built racetracks and so on, and they're held in the day. But the Grand Prix Singapore is held at night in the streets of uh, the city centre of Singapore. Another location that holds uh, the F1 Grand Prix at night is, of course, uh, Abu Dhabi with the uh, Yas Marina Race Circuit, which is also, uh, of course, held at night because the weather there is just crazy in the morning. But it's not a street race over there. It's, again, on a track that's being specially built for the F1. So Singapore holds the distinction of being the only street night race. 
the entire city centre of Singapore turns into this great party atmosphere during the Grand Prix season, and there will be concerts and uh, shows and gigs performed by internationally renowned artists all around Singapore, and the whole place just has this party atmosphere. Sure, racing might be the main event, but it's definitely not the only thing. What's so special about this Grand Prix is that it's a social event. So you go there to meet friends, to party with friends, and to have basically a great time. Uh, It's also really spectacular to see the streets of Singapore lit up, flat lit, and with the cars, you know, with the F1 cars, uh, racing through the very heart of Singapore, just hearing the rev of the engines is uh, enough to pump up your adrenaline. Now, for those of you art lovers out there, there's also something for you. Uh, Of course, 2012 was a pretty significant year uh, in terms of the art scene in Singapore, especially with the opening of the Gilman Barracks in Singapore. So the Gilman Barracks was uh, an army barrack where the colonial army used to, uh, you know, lodge their soldiers. Uh, And it's now being turned into this art gallery space where various renowned art galleries, uh, international art galleries are hosted there and they hold uh, special exhibitions for limited time periods. Of course, with the opening of the Gilman Barracks in September last year, we can only look forward to more exciting exhibitions uh, this year, especially after they've gotten the hang of it. Of course, there are also other major art events that are held within this uh, calendar year, including the Singapore Fringe Festival, the Singapore M1 Fringe Festival, which is held in the first quarter of this year. You can look forward to shows and performances and exhibitions by international and local artists, performers, performing groups, and so on. Another show, uh, another art show that's being held yearly in Singapore is the Singapore Arts Festival, which will be held in uh, either the second or the third quarter of the year. Uh, The Singapore Arts Festival has been growing ever since inception, and it's one of the things to look forward to uh, every year. Now finally, there is the Singapore Benale. The Singapore Benale is, of course, as the name suggests, uh, held once every two years. Uh, The Singapore Benale will be held uh, in the fourth quarter of this year, stretching all the way till 2014, and it will be uh, a spectacle of art and artworks uh, on display by various international and local renowned artists scattered all around Singapore in locations such as the National Museum, the Singapore Art Museum, Peranakan Museum, and so on. Uh, the Singapore Benale last, uh, the last iteration of the Singapore Benale being held in 2011 was a great success. Of course, nobody can forget uh, the Malign Hotel, which was this artwork by one of Singapore's artists uh, for wrapping up the entire Malign in a big box so that people can sleep uh, in there and spend a night with the Malign statue at the mouth of the Singapore River. 
the theme this year for the Singapore Biennale this year is If the World Changed. So it's going to explore the uh, state of flux that we're currently in. You know, the various uh, developments, changes, etc. Uh, that we as a young nation and our civilization as one that's marching into this new age of uh, electronics, of interconnectivity, etc. Uh, the various challenges that we are facing. So the Singapore Benale will be held at the end of the year. Stay tuned if you are an art lover. Next, we will be looking at various attractions that are going to be opening uh, in 2013 and beyond, uh, basically 2014, 2015 and so on, just to give you a sneak peek or glimpse into the future. We'll also be looking at uh, projects that are not in Singapore, but uh, in Malaysia, right across the causeway. The National Art Gallery. The National Art Gallery is a groundbreaking development that turns the uh, Singapore City Hall as well as the old Supreme Court building that's located at the Padang into this world-class National Art Gallery. The National Art Gallery will focus on art from the region, from the Southeast Asian region, and showcase uh, artwork by prominent local and regional artists. It aims to be the leading authority on Southeast Asian art, and it currently has the largest collection of Southeast Asian art anywhere in the world. Uh, Southeast Asia is a region that's currently developing, so it has a very young and uh, budding art scene. So this museum will seek to nurture and to display this art scene and to trace the development from its current stage to supposedly a more matured and developed stage. So one of the exciting things of this museum is the fact that it's transforming this to old uh, national monuments, this to old landmarks of Singapore, the City Hall and the Supreme Court building. The City Hall is a historically rich building where uh, many historical events that shook the history of Singapore took place, including the signing of uh, the Surrender Treaty uh, by the Japanese, uh, as well as the swearing-in of two of the Prime Ministers of Singapore, uh, Lee Kuan Yew and Goh Chok Tong. The Supreme Court building is also one of great historical significance, it being the last colonial building that was built uh, in Singapore. So these two buildings will be connected together uh, via a new extension. Uh, it will be connected at the street level by this glass canopy, this glass atrium. Works uh, have already begun, so it's about two years to go and uh, looking forward to it opening in the future. Groundwork was actually broken uh, in 2007 and the project was supposed to be completed in about 2012 but however with various you know, delays and problems with the management and problems with the uh, board of directors etc it got delayed uh, again and again and again and it's now targeted to open either at the end of 2014 or in 2015. So just look forward to it. 
Another exciting development uh, around the same area is actually the renovation of the Empress Place uh, Victoria Theatre. So Victoria Theatre has been undergoing a renovation that has started since about 2011. And uh, we're seeing this gradual removal of all the old uh, pieces of architecture and the construction of a new hall uh, in the old shell of the building. So the entire guts of the building has been gutted and only the facade actually remains. So by the time Victoria Theatre uh, finishes its renovation, we will be having another state-of-the-art performance uh, venue in Singapore, right in the heart of Singapore. Victoria Theatre and Concert Hall is actually a very historically significant uh, building and we can trace the history all the way back to the times where the Victoria Theatre was the town hall of Singapore. It actually witnessed many uh, significant events, including the first meeting of the PAP party. So uh, that was where modern Singapore was born, supposedly. Uh, the Victoria Theatre and Concert Hall was, of course, uh, named after Queen Victoria, and a statue of Stanford Raffles stands in front of it. Currently, the area is uh, cordoned off due to uh, the renovation work, and once the works are completed, you can go there and basically enjoy the uh, entire environment over there at Empress Place. It's located in a shady spot uh, right next to the Singapore River, and there's a nice area, nice grass lawn right in front where you can just sit and enjoy. So look forward to it in about 2014-2015. Now, finally, something that you should look forward to that's not located in Singapore, but uh, right next to us in Malaysia, in Johor, is the Iskanda Malaysia Project. The Iskanda Malaysia Development Project is located in Johor Bahru, which is just a short uh, ride by either car or by bus uh, away from Singapore across the causeway. Uh, the easiest way to reach there uh, is either by the first link, which is the Woodlands Causeway, or by the second link, being the Tuas Causeway. Uh, so Iskandar Malaysia is a development project consisting of residential, commercial, tourism, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, currently, the first Southeast Asian Lego land has just opened uh, in Iskandar Malaysia and it's attracting huge crowds from Singapore. Uh, Legoland is basically a park that's aimed at the small little ones, uh, ranging from age of about 3 to uh, say maximum 10 years old. Uh, of course, adults and teenagers can also enjoy the various rides, attractions, etc. at the park, though it's just not as thrilling or as impressive as the rides at Universal Studios Singapore for that matter. There are also going to be many other developments including shopping centres, resort towns, resorts, hotels, uh, leisure destinations, etc. that you can look forward to. That's it for this episode of the show. If you think that I've missed anything, feel free to drop me an email or comment on the website, all of which are provided at the end of the show. Thank you.
I hope you have enjoyed this tour. For show notes, a transcript of this tour, or travel directions, visit iluntours.tk. Also, to subscribe to this show, just visit iTunes. And please leave a review while you're there. Help spread the word and tell your friends about the show. Thanks. Vamos la serena por un cambio de verdad, por nuestra ciudad, trabajando por usted. Robinson Hernández con Seca. Avancemos con confianza.